You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we go, everybody. We played it again on a Wednesday, March 13th, and a Thursday, March 14th. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you. Talking Detroit Lions football and getting more into free agency as we've reached day three. And things obviously a lot more quiet than they were on Monday with this football team. But the Lions have added a couple of other parts. Maybe working on some trades. A lot of speculation about could the Lions be a part of a blockbuster trade. We'll tell you who the Lions will not be getting as far as the running back position. How Anthony Barr was very interested in Detroit. Should the Lions make a play for a Cleveland Browns defensive end that's on the trading block? Backloaded deals and Oday Abushi will tell you who that is. All of that coming up today right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It is indeed Locked On Lions. Like I said, Matt Derry with you. Thank you for listening and joining us, whether you are listening via Twitter, Megaphone.fm, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining me. Have done this podcast now. We're over 550 shows deep. We've now done this podcast and entering our fourth season, uh, bringing you Lions news, Lions opinions, guests. We'll talk to Brett Whitefield from Pro Football Focus tomorrow, who, of course, covers the Lions exclusively for PFF. All of that tomorrow right here on the program as well. But uh, a lot to discuss, certainly. And and I guess we should start with the Lions' uh, latest candidate, at right guard, and we mentioned it before, a kid by the name of Ode Abushi. I say kid, but he was a fifth-round pick in 2013 um, of the New York Jets. Abushi has made the rounds around the NFL at age 27. Two years with the Jets, two years with the Texans, 2017 with Seattle, 2018 with the Raiders where he was a practice squad player, and last year started a handful of games for the Arizona Cardinals. Ode Abushi is the ninth of ten children born to Palestinian parents that immigrated out of East Jerusalem. He's a practicing Muslim. He is a guy that has started many a game in the NFL at the right guard position or left guard position. 32 starts and 42 games played. He was all ACC at Virginia and last year played a handful of games as a starter for the Arizona Cardinals after being picked up Basically off the scrap heap, he was released at the start of the year by the, by the Raiders, uh, cut by Oakland on September 1st, picked up by the Cardinals on October 23rd, and started fifth ga- uh, five games for them. He gets a one-year deal reportedly worth $2 million. This cannot be the Lions' right guard. And I'm not uh, ripping on Ode Abushi, and maybe just maybe the Lions are going to go into next year and, and allow Kenny Wiggins, um, uh, Ode Abushi. Um, or somebody of that ilk, an opportunity to you know start at right guard next season. Now the Lions, of course, last year uh, went out and and drafted a right tackle, you know, late in the game, um, you know, in order to kind of add some some depth uh, to their offensive line last year. Why am I completely and utterly drawing a blank? On my on my big fella from last year on the Lions offensive line that uh, uh, you know could have a, a possibility of playing. This is the beauty of sometimes recording a podcast, and I know I could edit this out, but that wouldn't be something that I that I that I should do. I should be upfront and honest with everybody 
and tell you that I'm forgetting that Tyrell Crosby, last year's fifth-round pick, was named Tyrell Crosby. But that's indeed the case. Tyrell Crosby, the big tackle who was a rookie last year, played some spot duty at tackle, is also an individual that I think the Lions will think about at right guard. But would, would it surprise me that the Lions spent more of their $29 million remaining on an offensive lineman? No. And you say, wait a minute, Derry. How do the Lions only have 29 or still have $29 million to spend? Well, they have backloaded all of these contracts. Justin Coleman's contract is backloaded where he where he'll be making more money in years 3 and 4. Uh, the Lions and Trey Flowers, I believe I saw this correctly. Trey Flowers is only going to be making a base salary of about 8 to 10 million this season. He'll get like 20 plus million. I think it's 28 million this year, but then after that it goes down. So the Lions have a lot of backloaded contracts, and so more money to spend this season. What does that mean? Well, a lot of people will say, maybe Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia feel like if they can't win this thing in the next two years, they're going to be gone anyway. So who cares down the road what Coleman and what Trey Flowers and some of these contracts look like? What I think is I believe that the Lions right now know they have more needs and more um uh, flexibility that they they need to use the money now in order to add pieces to this team because they know that that window the Matthew Stafford window and some of these other guys that they have on this team I'm not saying it's closing but they want to win right now and they want to add more pieces right now so they made some offers certainly for running backs there were reports that the Lions were in it for Mark Ingram he's agreed to a three-year 15 million dollar contract with the Baltimore Ravens so he's off the books so the Lions search for a second uh, a second running back uh, will have to be without um, Mark Ingram's name. Adrian Peterson is somebody that many people figured may be headed to Detroit and reunited with Daryl Bevel, his former offensive coordinator with the Minnesota Vikings. But uh, Peterson has told Josina Anderson today of ESPN he's going to go back to the Redskins on a two-year deal. But this Ode Abushi thing, one year, two million, this is a added depth move and a stopgap. I still believe the Lions need to be drafting another another starting offensive lineman. That is where Bob Quinn has has really looked to build his line, drafting Taylor Decker, drafting Frank Ragnow, drafting Graham Glasgow, uh, drafting Tyrell Crosby, Joe Dahl, who could be in the mix also for that right guard spot. Um, but in replacing T.J. Lang, I don't think the Lions are done. I think Abushi is a veteran that can come in and maybe be a backup, but to say he's going to be the starter, um, I'm, not, I'm not ready to say that. This is a guy that played on a bad Cardinals offensive line and has been cut or waved about five or six times around the league. If Ode Abushi could play, he would have stuck with the Jets. He would have stuck with the Texans. He would have stuck with the Seahawks. He would have made the Raiders team and not been on the practice squad at the start of last year. So, yes, added depth signing, but no, um, not somebody I think is going to win the job necessarily at right guard. He could play the Kenny Wiggins role from this past year and be the first guard off the bench in case of some sort of injury. By the way, what is the view of the Detroit Lions nationally? even after uh, what took place in free agency. What's the destination for Detroit in terms of what players and agents think? We'll tell you what SI.com had in their latest piece. Coming up next, 
Also, Anthony Barr, what about Emmanuel Ogba? Could that be a target for the Lions? All of that coming up next right here on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. So an article came out in Sports Illustrated, SI.com, about the best and worst NFL destinations, especially when it came to free agency. And SI.com had the list, and the fourth worst destination was deemed Detroit. And this is a quote from SI.com. Quote, Detroit has the added knock of a locker room that appears dysfunctional to players looking in from the outside. Especially with Matt, I think I'm Bill Belichick, but I haven't done shit, Patricia. One agent said. Hmm. Now, I think we're pretty excited right now around here with Detroit. I think we're excited about the Lions' future. Why? The Lions have filled some needs and added some very good pieces in free agency. And they've re-signed Zach Zenner and Romeo Okwara, both filling needs and both at decent contracts. The Lions spent five years and $90 million on Trey Flowers, arguably the best pass rusher in the free agent uh, pool that was out there. Trey Flowers chose Detroit, leaving the Super Bowl champion Patriots. Justin Coleman chose Detroit, leaving a very stable Seattle Seahawks team. All right, Danny Amendola chose Detroit. He's a veteran. Yes, some tread on the tire, but has been with some pretty good teams including the Rams and the Patriots. So the Lions have made some pretty good moves here in free agency. Jesse James is leaving the Steelers. Think about this for a second. And I know it's about the money and free agency is about guys getting theirs right now. But you're talking about James leaving the Steelers, Coleman leaving Seattle, Flowers leaving New England, and Amendola leaving the Dolphins, all to come to Detroit. So for SI.com to say, well... One agent believes that Matt Patricia thinks he's Belichick and that there's a dysfunctional locker room there. Last year was not a good look. And the team finished 6-10 and and all hell broke loose at times because guys, I don't believe, were buying into Patricia and what he had to sell very early on. Training camp and preseason was a disaster. But I think it's a little harsh to be saying it's the fourth worst destination in the NFL. Yeah, I'm sure Patricia and Quinn think they're Belichick and Casario. And they think they're going, and they've got a little bit of an attitude and a cockiness about them that their way is going to work. And so far, Bob Quinn has been here three years, and it hasn't worked to your liking, to my liking. All right, Calvin Johnson quit and left. Just like Barry Sanders did. Remember we when, when, when Quinn took over, we had a new regime, a new attitude. Mr. Ford's no longer here. Martha's taken over. She actually fired Tom Luan and Martin Mayhew because she was pissed off. And people got excited. Bob Quinn has done a nice job of accumulating some talent. I think his drafts have been pretty good. But this past year and year three of his regime to go 6-10, and 10, after firing Jim Caldwell and saying we need to be better, is bad optics. So, yes, I understand that Detroit isn't the greatest destination. But I think now we're seeing players come here. We're seeing some popular players around the league come here. And maybe they took the most money. But this football team is exorbitantly better on paper today than they were a couple of days ago. 
And to hear Anthony Barr, and this was a report from the Athletics, uh, Connor Hughes. Hughes reported that Anthony, quote, Anthony Barr's love for the Lions centered around former Patriots defensive coordinator Matt Patricia. Detroit viewed Barr as a potential replacement for Ziggy Ansah, but only as a contingency plan if they couldn't land Trey Flowers. The soon-to-be ex-Patriots defensive end was at the time weighing interest from the Dolphins, whereas former defensive coordinator Brian Flores was just hired as head coach as well. And Chris Burke of TheAthletic.com Detroit, who covers the Lions, tweeted out yesterday, can confirm what Connor J. Hughes reported earlier, very real mutual interest between the Lions and Anthony Barr. Now, Barr, supposed to go to the Jets, ends up re-signing Monday night with the Vikings and deciding to stay in the division and in Minnesota. But hey, are the Lions this big of a joke that Anthony Barr was willing to come here? And you know Anthony Barr would have wanted Trey Flowers-type money getting five at 90. Now, Trey Flowers is a better player. Um, and it just turned out Barr went to Minnesota for five at $67.5 million. Flowers got $56 million guaranteed. And Anthony Barr uh, got $33 million guaranteed. So, cheaper deal for the uh, Vikings to keep Barr. But hey, there's two reports saying Anthony Barr was willing to come to Detroit too. Now, again, maybe I'm fooled. Maybe this is just about money and nothing else. But I think SI.com, look, I don't need to go over the history with Lions fan, of the Lions with Lions fans and the one playoff win in 61 years routine. We're going to find out this August and this summer and this training camp whether what happened last year was a fluke and a mistake made by Matt Patricia to act the way he acted and put things in place the way he put them in, and hopefully he learned from that, and that he can't treat this group and these guys the way he treated them last year because he put them through hell. Some veterans didn't like it. They shipped guys out. But all in all, they finished 6-10. and 10. And training camp in the preseason was a disaster. And the start of the season, going 0-2 and losing to the Jets at home. And the 49ers was a disaster. So we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, SI.com saying it's the fourth worst destination and saying, oh, Patricia thinks he's Belichick. We've heard that before. But I think this article was kind of, I think they did their research before a guy like Trey Flowers ends up in Detroit. Arguably the best defensive player uh, in free agency, no matter the position. And you could argue Earl Thomas. You could argue C.J. Mosley. You could argue Anthony Barr. There's a lot of good players out there and available. So, again, this is a wait-and-see, time-will-heal-all-wounds type of situation. The Lions win this year. They're going to look pretty good at what they were doing uh, this offseason. Hey, don't forget a locked-on Pistons with Matt Shook is each and every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Big Wednesday game for the Pistons against the Heat. Matt will have the recap and talk Pistons basketball right here on the Locked On Podcast Network on Thursday. Check out Matt Shook's Locked On Pistons each and every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, so yesterday we told you about Eric Rowe. That is a guy that I think the Lions are going to target and possibly sign. Uh, Just a guess. Former Patriot, free agent, cornerback. Lions still need help in the secondary, right? 
And I think Eric Rowe, who has familiarity with Quinn and Patricia, could be somebody that the Lions could be getting and acquiring on the cheap. With that being said, the Nigerian nightmare, Emmanuel Ogba, former second-round pick of the Cleveland Browns back in 2016, is available. According to Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer, the Browns are shopping Ogba because they have now picked up Olivier Vernon in a trade with the Giants, and they don't need Ogba's services anymore. Ogba started all 16 games as a rookie in 2016 and had five and a half sacks, played in 10 games in 2017 with four sacks and 29 combined tackles. Last year, 14 starts, three sacks, so the the production went down, 40 tackles. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba is a pretty good football player. He's not bad. Uh, Young, still, age 25, and a former second-round pick. And if you're the Browns, because you've got Olivier Vernon now, and, you know, Agba is a guy that is uh, still under contract for one more season, only at about uh, just over a million dollars for next year. I think that'd be a great flyer for the, for the Lions to make a deal with the Browns. It's obvious maybe a late-round pick would be in the mix, but Agba's got some skills. He, he can rush the passer and, you know, uh, ran a 4-6-3 40-yard dash back in 2016 at the Combine. So giving up a late-round pick, maybe, sixth, seventh-rounder for Agba uh, would be something that the Lions, I think, should look at. You look at Detroit right now, obviously adding Trey Flowers to go with Oquara out on the edge, Devon Kennard. The Lions seem to feel pretty good now and feel better about their pass rush. But adding Agba to me, a guy that has something to prove in a contract year, would be a great move. So... Uh, Keep an eye on that. I don't know if the Lions would be interested or not. I haven't seen any reports on any of the teams that the Browns are talking to uh, about Emmanuel Ogba, but watch watch for him being somebody that the Lions, uh, I think, should definitely prioritize in a trade um, and, you know, and go for. So I I would like to uh, see that. Just a quick update, Uh, one more thing. Uh, When we talk about free agency, I mentioned before about the running back situation. Mark Ingram mentioned it earlier, and uh, signing with the Ravens, and also uh, Adrian Peterson going back to Washington. So the Lions right now have signed Danny Amendola, Justin Coleman, Trey Flowers, Jesse James, and Ode Abushi. They've re-signed Don Muehlbach and Zach Zenner and brought back Romeo Okwara. Guys that are on the Lions that still are looking for teams. Okay, LeGarrette Blunt, Luke Wilson, Levine Toilolo, that could be a guy the Lions bring back. TJ Jones remains unsigned. Ziggy Ansah, of course, Eli Harold, Ricky Jean Francois, uh, and Deshaun Shedd. Those are guys that are former Lions that remain out there in free agency. So we'll have to, you know, kind of wait and see if there's anybody on that list that the Lions would have some interest in. I was talking to some of my students today at U of D High uh, in class about this Odell Beckham Jr. situation, and one of the guys says, oh, why, why didn't the Lions trade for Odell? And this is kind of where I want to wrap the show up today. Let's remember something about Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. The Patriot way is in full effect, and as I said the other day, I think any player that has any kind of charisma, gusto, and, me- and is media-friendly, not named Snacks, Harrison, Quandre Diggs, and Darius Slay, are going to possibly be shipped out of here. Glover Quinn, T.J. Lang, Golden Tate, 
All right? Those type of players, all were talkers. And all are now gone. I think the Lions, the Lions aren't going to touch somebody like Odell Beckham Jr., who could spout off after a game about not getting the football. Again, not somebody that fits what this organization is trying to do by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, just not, you know, mentioned before, Quinn, Lang, Tate, these were all guys that the Lions are, are letting walk. They're all media friendly. I think this organization wants to keep the talking at a minimum. And Odell Beckham Jr. is another guy that likes to, likes to yap. So, that, you know, the Lions aren't going after Odell. They're not going after Antonio Brown. They're not going after Kareem Hunt or players like that. Um, it's just not in this organization's DNA. I think they want buttoned up uh, you know, Eric Ebron, another example. They just released him last year. So, you know, that's, that's, that's my take on this. It's just another player. Yeah, could the Lions use Odell Beckham Jr.? Of course they could. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. Is it going to happen? No, not at all. That's, it's not the Bob Quinn Patriot way. Don't expect it. Don't. Any player that you see that could be out there, seriously, look and see if there, if there's baggage there. If there's somebody that's media friendly. If it's somebody that's, you know, posting a lot on social media. I don't think that's what the Lions are, you know, um, going to do. You know, Le'Veon. Heard another one. Why did the Lions go after Le'Veon Bell? Are you, are you kidding me? You see Le'Veon Bell and how he torched the bridge in Pittsburgh? Not going not, not, not something that I think is going to happen. Oh, I have an Eric Rowe update. Wait a minute. Right before we uh, get out of here, here on Locked on Lions. Eric Rowe, uh, defensive back, Patriots, going to sign a one-year deal with the Dolphins. So he's going to go with Brian Flores to Miami. One-year, $3.5 million deal with the Fish. Could be an upwards of $4.5 million with incentives. All right, so look for Jason McCourty then. <laughs> if it's all Patriots, maybe McCourty's the next. Guy on the Lions radar, he's 32. He's a lot younger, a lot older than Rowe. So, all right, Eric Rowe off the board. All right, that'll do it for us today on this Wednesday and Thursday Locked on Lions. Tomorrow, Brett Whitefield from PFF will join us. We'll get some numbers on some of these players that the Lions picked up. You've been listening to the Locked On Podcast Network. See you, everybody.